Echoplex Media, boo.
All right, everybody, welcome to Local Love. We do the show every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Pacific, um, usually an hour, a little more than an hour, whatever, whatever. Everybody, thank you for tuning in for Down Ballot. I had some fun during Down Ballot. Uh, I'm joined tonight by uh, Johnny Corm. What's up? Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? I am so groovy. It's fantastic. And it looks like Aaron Marquez from a Sweet High has hey, joined us. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. What, what's up, man? How you doing? Not much. Yeah, I feel, like I feel kind of awkward without the red light now. Well... <laughs> Um, you'll be all right. We didn't warn you that you needed a red light. I should have told yeah, you. I, I have red lights, though. I put one on. I was like, that's not enough yet. So I didn't have enough time. <laughs> so <laughs> next time, next time I will do. We just played backwards. I think most of the people in chat are probably familiar with your banks. Play the shit out of it. But uh, introduce yeah, yourself yeah, anyway. Oh, I'm Aaron. I am the bass player for Sweet Haya right now. I am the backup vocalist and tambourine player because I am injured my hand. So uh, Austin uh, Nihal's fiance will be filling in for me for the next couple of shows doing that. Man, how how did you do that? Um, I guess I have trigger finger, and uh, when it first started happening, Sweet Howie was playing so much that I didn't take care of it. Oh. And two years later, it's just stuck and it's a mess. And I have gout too, which isn't helping, and so stuff like that's you know. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do a we'll do a health podcast next week. See, there you go. I'm, I'm down pre healthcare. Goddammit. <laughs> well. That's uh, I mean, backup vocals ain't the ain't the worst gig, and no. uh, it's it's good. No, that you guys tambourine. Kind of... I upgraded to tambourine. Oh, you guys have a you have a, you have a deep bench too, huh? Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty uh, solid now. The last two years of uh, two two and a half years with Kosuke playing drums, so you know, me and him are tight in locking now. And Austin filling in, he locked in with him pretty quick, which was great. Austin's just been working his ass off to learn three hours worth of covers and sweet high tunes. That's that's real good. I. That I can't even imagine the amount of work that like just goes into what y- y'all are doing, like because it's a yeah, it, it's pretty intense. <laughs> it's not a th- it's not a three piece, you know. No, it's not a punk. No, band. definitely not. Uh, we have played punk shows, but we are not a punk band. <laughs> That's one of the good things about the San Jose music scene is like in some other scenes, a band like yours wouldn't be welcome at a show with punk rock bands, but in San Jose, everybody's like, "This is great, get a beer." There's yeah. a band yeah. playing San Jose. We played the Gilman, you know, it's pretty fun. All the, the punk rock kids are very open to a lot of music. So, which is great. You know, they're not very stuck up their ass. Like some, some people can be <laughs> in those scenes. At least it just probably depends on your location. And, and the other thing is y'all, yeah. have, y'all have a pretty good reputation. So some of those kids will have heard of you anyway. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> what's, what's coming up for sweet. Hi, you got any shows? Uh, yes. Friday. We are playing at the Cupertino main street. Oh, nice. And then Sunday, we're doing Viva La, Viva Cala Cala at the, uh, it's on First and William Street. I posted, I posted the, uh, our link in the chat so everyone can check out the show dates and stuff earlier. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's Viva, Viva yeah, Cala. You know I, I, I imagine bike parties there, though. I haven't bothered them yet, but I First imagine bike party yeah, will be there so. and I'll probably, probably end up spinning for an hour or two or four or something. Nice. That yeah. sounds fun. Yeah. Viva Cala is cool. Like a lot of times That's people. Nice, yeah. People will stop by, kind of hang out for a while, dance a little bit, and then go along their way. Cool, that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. Do you know uh, what? Do you know where you're playing? I think it said First and William Street. First and Williams. Okay. First William. Yeah. Okay. I know that like there, everybody's just kind of on the street. Do you know if there's like a vendor or a sponsor or anything for your? I have no idea. I know we got it last minute, so it just kind of popped up that like, you want to play, and you know us. We're like, yeah, we'll play. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic, though. Yeah, John, have you been to Viva Kaya before? Me no, myself, I no. Haven't. So neither of you. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. it's so fun. It's like a yeah, it's it's like they shut down. They shut basically shut down the like 
a section of the city for what is essentially a bike party, except it's like stationary, not like rolling around, but there's a lot of bikes, people on roller skates, people walking around. It's a, you know, long live the street or whatever. So I I think stuff like that is fantastic. And uh, it's right up my alley as far as like, um, I I like it when they close uh, like streets down and just have entertainment uh, everywhere. That, That to me is like, fantastic and i i uh we'll have to check it out i did um, a, I did a terrible thing as a host introduce yourself my friend oh you're, you're in the studio with me and everything and I was just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter no no my name is johnny corn uh i am a uh actor comedian uh turned um well co-host for tonight i guess um and uh cannabis smoker yes and yes oh yeah that would help where can people find you? Uh, they can, uh, well, um, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Uh, actually, most of the stuff is at Comic Johnny Corn. If you're looking at social media, the only exception to that would be Facebook, where it's Johnny Corn, and uh, I, so I have a fan page there uh, as well. Although almost everybody, I, I'm at my five thousand friend limit, so I can't have any more friends. But a lot of uh, my fans ended up on the personal Facebook page because I thought to myself, I'll never get to 5,000. <laughs> what, what, like, um, what me and the media wench do when I'm not in Facebook jail is we actually try to use our uh, personal profiles and, um, like to drive people to our, uh, page that you can like to the brand page. Yes. And, and that's the thing. I made that mistake early on, uh, because Facebook was relatively new when I got on there. And, um, I, I should uh, have like just had people on the fan page to begin with and all so, of the content's similar. So, uh, so real quick, like, here's how we do it. We'll post our meme or whatever on our fan page mm-hmm. and then we'll share it out to our personal page so that people see that it's from the fan page and then people might go and like it. Oh, rather than me begging people, Hey man, I'm at 5,000 people. Aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Over no, there. You post, a, post a piece of content you put up on your fan page and be like, Hey, I, you know, I need you to go check out my fan page. <laughs> And, yeah, and, no, and that's like smart. I'll, I'll start doing that. Yeah, I'm not the like the most savvy at like social media and that sort of thing, you know, uh, because when I was born, uh, well, uh, when, when I was born, uh, Taft was president, so that that kind of Taft would have been a beast on Twitter. He probably would have actually. <laughs> Aaron, I don't even know who handles the most of the social media stuff for Sweet High. Um, the main page usually Nihel. She's uh, unless she asks for help, like you know, I, I'll post something. If any of us post, we usually share with the thread of the band, like, hey, I'm gonna post something on the Sweet Hyatt thing. Is this cool or does this look good? You know, but most of the time, uh, we just take care of it on our like our personal pages. As you see, we post anytime I post on anything, it's always Sweet Hyatt show this or Sweet Hyatt video that. It's never really anything else. <laughs> Maybe something I cooked on my stories or today I shared you guys on my stories to let them know I was on here and stuff. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, of course. I'm on, you know me, I'm on the chat all the time late at night now. Yeah, like lately, like last like last two or three weeks, you've been in the chat well, every night. What happened? So what happened? I, I kind of realized with, I, the, the, I went to Twitch one day and I got an email and I thought it was uh, you guys and it was the Q Anonymous podcast, the Q Anon Anonymous. And then I was like, I oh, fuck. Yes, and I was like, oh shit, Echoplex is on, and it was right down the same alley. I was like, oh, I forgot they do this, and I'm been hooked, because I am into all the same, you know, Postmaster, whatever, Quantum. Oh, that Postmaster General guy's the best. So I'm, um, so, I'm, I'm dyslexic, and I'm super lost with his his grammar and everything. I, I'm, I'm done. I can barely do right, regular English. I'm, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> so, 
it's funny you mentioned QAA. Uh, I think it was yeah. before episode 10, I had Julian on. Uh, there's an interview. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. it was before we were doing video. But yeah, you can just go like go to our webpage and just type the word Julian in. Definitely, I'll and I find that. to him a little bit. It was like it was like right as QAnon started getting uh, popular. Julian's super cool. Like 2017, huh? Yep. Like I think it was 18 because yeah, they started like the their podcast yeah. like at the end of 17, I think. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> those guys, are, those guys are super cool, and they all got real popular. And like on Twitter, they're like, you know, they're pretty. They're, you know, if I like reply to their stuff, they talk to me and shit. And, oh, cool! That's awesome. Well, Julian, especially, he just remembers me, and we're kind of we're like, yeah. like of them, I'm the most like Julian, right? Yes, I would say definitely that. I agree I'm, with that. I'm, I'm a Julian. <laughs> but also, like our interview was really good, and they're all real nice guys, and they do a really oh. good job on their show. Um, well, I, I know what I'm listening to tomorrow at work then. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. It might be hard to find. You might have to grab it from the website because the way our podcast feed I'll works, it. It, it cuts things <laughs> off after a, after a hundred, okay. like mm-hmm. on Spotify or whatever. Yeah. And so I, yeah, I'll find you, it on there. I'll go directly to the website and find it. Yeah, and then if you, uh, it'll play like shit from our player on your phone. So just download the MP3 and then play it that uh, way. Yeah, and make definitely. sure everything's cool. downloadable. Sweet. Well, cool, man. I'm I'm real glad you came on. It's been it's been a pleasure to have you in chat lately too. You're like. Um, I was talking to Curtis about this a lot because Curtis is on this show a lot. You've, yeah, I definitely love watching when he's on. You guys have such good and interesting conversations. When I jumped up last time, I was like, you guys are like saying, you're like, I'm not saying them all. The things we watch, yes, you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The um, the music talk is so hard. Yes. Com- compared really to is. other stuff, uh, this show is especially hard because, first of all, we're not doing it on Facebook Live where all the music people hang out. Uh, yeah, the chat here doesn't matter, doesn't care. They're just like, oh, Dave's on the screen. I'm going to hang out there. Like, yeah, thank you for good. hanging that's out. Good you have a built-in audience now. That's awesome. Well, I'm still in. I'm still in the chat on my phone, so you still have me as a viewer. Oh, cool. Oh, that's fantastic. Cool, cool. <laughs> well, that's that's good. That's good. This 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 show does need all the viewers it can get. But I did. I think I did a really smart thing by putting our local news show right before this show. So I, it's like yeah, a locals night. Mm-hmm. I no, definitely fine. agree. I like the local the the news. I've been watching that one down bell. It's great. Yeah, yeah, and uh, those all go out as podcasts, as does this one. Um, speaking of this going out as a podcast, this is in fact a music podcast. So I'm going to play yes, a song by Dark Satellite. I forget the name of the record label, but it's the same record label Periscope is on. Um, Matt from Periscope hooked us up with this band and made like oh, nice. bothered them to send us music. Um, <laughs> That's cool. And so this song is called Fatima by Dark Satellite, and we'll be back in a minute, everybody.
All right, that's Fatima by Dark Satellite. We hadn't played that song on the air before, and that was a fucking big mistake that we had made, actually. That oh, song fucking hey, rocks. That, Dude, that song's fantastic. fantastic. Hear the drums on that? It made me think of the caravan when it's so crowded that there's a little bit of sweat dripping from the ceiling, and you actually don't care if some of it lands in your beer. That's what it, that's what I, that's what it made me think of. <laughs> I definitely had that, that vibe. Do they have a vocalist, or is it just all instrumental? Do you know? Um, everything I've heard from them so far, I think, is instrumental. That's um, cool. I think it's very cool because there's like not a lot of bands that do that. And I think that it's not vocalists are great, but it's not the worst idea. If you can't find a vocalist to just do oh, your music definitely. without one. Yeah, I listen the, to a lot of metal bands that are just uh, instruments, sometimes no vocals and stuff like that. I mean, not everybody's friends with somebody like Nihal. Let's like, let's face it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. We got lucky. <laughs> I think everybody in that band got lucky. I think y'all are, y'all are all fantastic actually. Uh, and, thanks man. And, and if y'all ever fight, we don't ever hear about it, which is amazing. And <laughs> no one will, no one will ever know. It will never leave that circle. <laughs> That's actually important. Like, unless something really bad happens that someone did to someone else that you got to warn people about. That's yeah. The best thing is to like, keep your conflicts internal. Mm -hmm. because and we then don't really have conflicts often, but when, you know, little griples here and there about song this or this or little little things you know never anything huge well, i mean you're all artists and you all want what you want so you're not all yeah, going to see everything exactly the same every people. time um yeah exactly you know what i love about here if there's little gripes about this and that i'm like hey you know you could fucking you could build your own fucking home studio <laughs> and fucking like ten thousand dollars on a bunch of shit roll a whole do a website and roll your own servers for video you do this whole thing yourself man shut the fuck up yeah. Whoa, <laughs> well, you there is that right um, <laughs> Now, now one, one, one thing is, like, since you guys um, have been a band for a while, uh, I know I, I'm not a musician. Um, mm -hmm. I've, I've played one on TV. But, nice. Uh, you know, <laughs> He's not even lying. Uh, you know, and that's awesome. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, I don't know. Have you seen it? You <laughs> yeah, where I, did you play? I'm just kidding. Hey, oh, yeah. I'm the no, worst host. I'm, like, so mean to my fucking co-host. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. No, you're good. Oh, okay, cool. Now, I uh, I did want to talk over you. No, but but like one thing I've noticed is I tend to work with the same people, you know. Uh, and I know as a band, obviously, you are working with the same people because they're your band. Um, mm -hmm. I find myself with uh, comedians or with actors or with directors working with the same people, and then you kind of uh, get to know each other and you get into this kind of like groove thing where you know what the other person wants and what you want and it just kind of um all kind of flows together and so i imagine being like a band is like that too because you kind of except like, all the time except all the time yeah because you guys work much harder than i do <laughs> I, not necessarily. you're by yourself i think comedy is like comedy and music are very similar but comedy is scary because you like you have to talk over people make sure people are quiet and when you got to deal with people heckling with you, all I have to deal with is, hey, can you play this song and go, no, I can't, sorry, but I can play this song and then play our own song. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to play Summer of 69? No, I'll play yeah. this one instead. Here we go. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, uh, well, the thing about, about me is when I would uh, go, I hosted a lot of shows, um, both where there were musicians behind me and mm -hmm. I'm introducing them and, and doing a spiel while they set up. We have mm -hmm. no idea how long it's going to be, um, so you just kind of have to riff. But yep. uh, the the other uh, thing that I would do is I like, host a lot of comedy shows, and one thing I told uh, people early on is that comedy is rhetorical. Uh, so in other words, this is the guy with the mic. Y'all need mm -hmm. to just shut the fuck up. 
Yes, no, definitely. <laughs> Dude, if if I tried to do a comedy set and people started heckling me, the thing that would happen to them would be like, it would get them, me, and the producer of the show all kicked out of the fucking wine bar or wherever we are at. I've been kicked out of places before. They'd be um, like, we're but, never doing comedy again. Right. Well, that, that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, I, I used to have a show called uh, Off the Hook, and there are several times when uh, you kind of had to watch your back leaving that show, you know. Uh, it's right around the corner. Or was right around the corner. Oh, that when you were doing that show, there were usually enough people here that if you were uncomfortable leaving the show, you'd be like, "Hey, I'm a little uncomfortable leaving off the hook." I'd be like, "I'll be there in two minutes," and you literally could be. Uh, and it's funny because, like, uh, okay, we're off topic. We have a um, a guest. So no, this I, is um, oh, no, go no, ahead. This, I'm this good. is local love. There's no topic. Okay, cool. Yeah, no okay, topic. So if I get sick of you. Aaron or myself, I'll just play another song. That's how this uh, works. Okay, well, that works. Yeah, no, no. jump in the chat and yell at him. There was this guy in the audience, and this is true. This is a totally true story. He was, uh, oh, five, four, five, five, something like that. And, uh, 100 feet had, tall on meth. He had, uh, he, <laughs> he had these, uh, these, like, uh, pork chop, you know, like sideburns. And, um, so he was heckling and heckling and heckling one of my comedians. So when I came back on, I, I said to him, you know, uh, are, are we like we, we talked it and i called him a um uh a, a hobbit wolverine uh because he looked just like wolverine but short and uh <laughs> and 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 like one that's been on meth for a while uh so anyway so i, I skinny too yeah skinny too yeah he doesn't have the build you know looks a little <laughs> hungry but don't offer him a sandwich oh, oh <laughs> hell no, no so so he he goes um I, I get I had uh, to put the equipment in my car, which is funny because I don't live that far away. Except I had stuff to bring, and it's funny uh, he went to throw a punch at me. This is a couple hours later because he was like oh, wow. just okay. so ticked off that I said that about him. And so, but I it was I swear it was like in slow motion because the the fist is coming around, it's coming around, it's coming around, and I'm like just duck out <laughs> of the way, and he fell on the floor. <laughs> you know, you know what's really funny is. <clears throat> You would imagine that with the way I am, that my mouth would get me in trouble. The only time anybody ever fucking tried to hit me was while I was DJing. Oh, really? really? At, while you were while you were spinning at the time? Yeah, yeah, but that didn't work really because there were like this was a small room and there were like six hundred kids fucking packed into this room and like I was <laughs> oh, wow. I was rocking it and this person was like trying to yell something at me and I didn't know what the fuck they were saying. Like they weren't the police, they weren't the promoter, and they weren't the next DJ. Okay, so they weren't the police. I wasn't going to listen to them. Okay, so yeah. like it was anybody yelling at me while I'm spinning. I'm not going to listen to them. And I guess they, they like shouting songs, probably you imagine, right? Right. I just, I just, I had one ear. The person starts yelling at me. I had one earphone on, like you know, cool DJ <laughs> shit, and I was like, oh, <laughs> pop the other one on and looked right at, looked right in the eye while I did it. So I didn't give a <laughs> fuck what he was saying. It was so loud in there. Like it was actually too loud, you know? Okay, yeah. And I, I've been there and it's been, it's been too loud. <laughs> and he like tries to do like a jump punch, like that fucking street fighter game <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, you know, I was on a platform. It wasn't high, but it was three feet up maybe. Yeah, and, high and, and the crowd just, they didn't even touch him. I just saw people like walking, like kind of getting between him and the stage, which forced him back. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, this is great. This they is, put him in the ocean when all of a sudden you just keep rocking back and forth and all of a sudden like how did I end up in the back when I started in the front? Like literally none of the none of the kids grabbed him, nothing. 
Oh, you it don't just, have to. When you get in that wave of, I've been to so many metal shows where you start, you're like, yeah, I'm going to be here. And then all of a sudden you smoke a joint and you end up in the back. You're like, how did I end up here? <laughs> <laughs> so it is the same you're as like, comedy. I know I didn't pass the pit, but how did I end up behind it? I was in front of it when this started. Really, <laughs> this is some good shit. I went through the mosh pit and didn't notice it. Yeah, yeah, I probably see, there, went around it. I don't know. It happens. There, there are <laughs> nights that I don't remember. Um, you know, perform. I mean, I mean, like I know I performed there, like places, but I don't remember performing there. I have a couple of those. Like, yes. you know. <laughs> um, now I, I, yeah. Uh, so I have a question. Um, because the you know the the drummer for the Rolling Stones passed away not too terribly long ago. Shit! Now there's one less drummer in the world. Fuck. Yeah. I know, right? Uh, and and they said that. Where uh, are they from? Are they like down to three drummers in whatever city that guy lives in? <laughs> so, because uh, uh, band dynamics, and I don't know if this is just coincidence, because uh, like uh, he was the piece. Uh, he, he's the guy that kept the piece for the band. Um, mm -hmm. you, the piece, uh, the, like the, the, like the, the, the bong. No, no, the, the piece. Uh, like <laughs> oh, oh. settle arguments and and. Uh, bring people together, bring the different bandmates together. And uh, I hear Mickey Dolenz did the same thing with the monkeys. So my question to you is, uh, is that sort of a, a thing with drummers or is that just uh, two bands that just happen to be that way? Um, it depends. My drummer definitely has that vibe. He's very positive. So he's always the motivator, very positive energy. Like sometimes I can get into funk. I do have like a bit of depression. So sometimes I end anxiety. So before shows, I'm very anxious. I get kind of, he's like, dude, it's cool, dude. He's very positive energy. And he brings that like comforting, positive energy. Like we got this. Don't worry. I got you. And you know, stuff, things like that. So I would say that, especially with my old drummer too, because he was pretty laid back in the same kind of vibe. Now, how long have you guys been together? Ten years. Oh God. Okay, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, because like uh, I, I've been. It's funny. I've been doing comedy and I've been doing acting and uh, all that sort of thing. But mm -hmm. uh, I got to tell you, like this is probably true with you too. Not performing kills me, man. Because like you have the whole COVID thing, and then everything stopped, and then so my income kind of stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was, I had, a, I have, we all have jobs, like, you know, besides music, like music is just what we do trying to make it pay the bills. But right now it's like, you have to have a job, especially in San Jose, it's so expensive. So oh, yeah, um, you have to have like 16 yeah. jobs. And then you're now, I don't know for you, but for music, I know comedy is probably even harder. You're just performing to a camera in a chat room. Yeah, you know, I, and you're oh, not really performing oh. to people, and you like you, and then like when we're doing it, Nihal likes to interact with the crowd. She's very like, hey, you know, very engaging. She's very welcoming, and then she wants to interact with the crowd as well, so she has to go look at the chat, and then you know, it's like it's this weird dynamic of like screen and play or record a video, send it out, which was fun, and it definitely stepped up my tech game. Like I had to learn how to use OBS and all this stuff and all these things to do it. Well, <laughs> I knew you'd be proud of that. Well, no, 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 no. I think that um, I, I don't. Uh, uh, maybe I'll I'll let you two finish up this, and maybe we'll talk about that. We'll play a song, and we'll yeah. kind of talk about yeah, um, that people upping their game and learning about mm -hmm. technology during all this. But that little silver lining for a lot of uh, independent. No, it artists. definitely helped. It's great. I love the technology game now. Like even though I want to like bash it with hammers and and destroy it, once you get it, but when you accomplish it, it's so satisfying. And, and the funny part with me is that. Um, the um 
it it happens that COVID happened, and then I had mm-hmm. an aneurysm. So I spent oh, like the last year, like uh, we're all glad you're okay. By the way, oh dude. yeah, well, thank you. you. I, I'm hey, I'm happy to be here. Uh, <laughs> Johnny's like nobody's gladder than me that I'm oh, okay. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> they brought me back to life, and 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 now I'm here sharing it with you. So hey, that's fantastic. <laughs> Uh, no, you know, uh, but it was very rock and roll. I'll, I'll tell you this. It was very rock and roll because uh, I had an aneurysm while I was driving. Oh, Jesus. So I hit a pole, uh, totaled my car out. Um, and you know, it was, you know, a spot of bother for uh, a while. Um, yeah. but I, I relearned everything and, uh, spot of bother for a while. What the fuck? Yeah, wow. <laughs> he <laughs> caught that joke. Yeah, no, it's a little, just, it was a little bit more serious than that, but yeah, I, I can't just, I just can't even, I can't even imagine like, like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm riding my bike down the street. All of a sudden I have an aneurysm and I ride into a tree and now I'm like, Oh, that was a spot of bother for a while. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> well, you hey, know, um, I, I, I gotta say that, that, uh, so, so I didn't get a chance to do the technology thing cause I was relearning, uh, how to, uh, how to do, do basic things. And so that, that took a while, but so let's, let's get back to this. Oh, uh, sorry. You, you, yeah. know, you and Aaron were okay. kind of talking about something interesting and you've mentioned it on this, on the show before. No, this is why I'm the host. You see, come on now. Let's, okay. like, we can bring it back. If, okay. if I, if I can bring Juan Maserati back, I can <laughs> bring, bring anyone back. Okay. That's true. <laughs> and Juan, love, love if, the man, but that's true. Juan shows up in the chat as like, tr- you know, true facts or whatever, but <laughs> you, I don't, maybe uh, I've heard uh, Johnny talk about this, and I'll I'll sum it up real quick. If you're a comedian, right, you you rock a joke, yes, and then you get an immediate response. Exactly. Now, if you're on Zoom, you could have the best connection in the world to Zoom or whatever, and so you're at like a quarter second delay to like the fastest person. But the problem is, is everybody else is fucking Wi-Fi, and so you like rock a joke, and then you're in the middle of your next joke and then somebody on the zoom is laughing at the joke you just said fucking two seconds ago well yeah well the timing was horrible i'll tell you what uh, i hate zoom i do uh no offense to zoom you know if if you own zoom fantastic good for you <laughs> if i owned zoom i would still use obs ninja for my show <laughs> uh, oh by the way uh real quick you're on a 57 aren't you uh, am yes i, I am Yes, yes. This is the one we use for the using the guitar and stuff. I found it. I was, I'm going to use this to do it. It'll sound great. I noticed <laughs> uh, that almost immediately, and so did uh, Dave. It's a uh, you're a you're you're a fairly good mic speaker because that's a very hard mic to do a podcast on. Actually. I used to, I used to sing into this mic when we did metal and like rock, so I know how to kind of. It, it's very good for stuff like that because you can get kind of real close and scream, and it doesn't sound too overbearing. No, that's. No, that's great, man. But it's not like, uh, in fact, it's exactly like a 58, except the 58 has a ball on it with a little bit of mm-hmm. uh, foam and, and whatnot. It's just a very hard mic to speak into, actually. Yeah, you just got to kind of, I got to make sure I don't hit my lip ring on it. <laughs> right. You know, oh, you got to that, be, yeah, no, that'd be a the, problem. That's the problem is you got to be super close to it. But if you touch it, they're going to hear it. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm trying to keep the right balance. <laughs> well, I mean, you are on a very high quality um entertainment show right now <laughs> yeah dude the highest of qualities on twitch everyone needs to watch <laughs> no that's actually funny we do when we like we do probably have the best sound on like left twitch definitely it sounds really good when you guys do your stuff and you're always coming out clear and stuff so that's always a plus no D- dave rocks the quality um you know sound wise like the, the the video quality i mean like most of us are just getting up in the up there in years and you get what you get like mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So, hey, I but I, all of this. Right? John was John was kind of talking about the uh, dealing with the audience, not dealing with the audience, but trying to interact with the audience properly as a comedian. And you had brought that up too. Like, was learning the tech harder, or was like dealing with the fact that your audience isn't really there with you in the space in real time harder? Um. I don't know. It was kind of a little bit of both. I think for me, when we would play shows like Zoom shows and stuff, I kind of go in my own little bubble like we were playing practice and things right. and like playing like I would play a live show. I'm like, all right, we're playing a live show. I'm just going to play how I would play if there was a crowd. For me, that wasn't as hard when I was playing bass because I didn't have to use a mic to talk to anybody. I feel like Nihel had a mm, harder time because you don't get that energy back right away like you would at a show and you see someone either singing or at least when you see the eyes on you watching and enjoying when you're playing. And then that was a hard, that was the hardest aspect is just like playing and going, all right, they're having a good time. And then you try to squint towards the chat. You're like, and I'm using my monitor, which is huge. And I'm like, it still can't see it's small. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I completely get ex exactly where you're coming from because uh, the other problem, um, is not only the delay uh, that, that you would have like uh, in between when you do something and when there's a response to that, which drove me nuts. Because, mm. uh, uh, but it, you also have, and I'm sure this is true with musicians as well. When you're on stage, the audience is, uh, and and you feed off each other. So it's kind of one of those things where the energy's there Definitely. because uh, they're bringing the energy, you're bringing the energy back, and it's just a whole lot of love going back and forth. Whereas when you're on Zoom, uh, it's uh, a whole lot of, uh, okay, I'll wait. Oh, wait a second. They're laughing, but they have their, um, the, the, they have, they're on mute, so I can't hear it. But it's polite to be on mute while someone's performing, too. Like, it's a whole mess. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a yeah. whole mess. Yeah, it's like, it, it wasn't really meant for that. You know, oh, don't get me started. But So, when, when we got with the Sofa people for uh, Sofa Street Fair, the first mm -hmm. online one, we told them they didn't listen to us we told them you need to do this on twitch yeah they they, that would have been great uh everybody every stage needs to be a twitch channel and they just they weren't having any of it you but know, the the, re, the reason for that is people who are doing things on zoom and whatever if people show up at twitch they see a fucking video and they see a fucking chat room so yeah. they're like, I see this video, I can watch this video, I can enjoy this content, and I have something to say over to the right, it's a fucking chat room. I and understand. control it from their own, their own station, too. Just logging, using OBS and stuff would be a pretty good way to go about it. Oh, we did the shit out of the first one. Like, Yeah, I remember doing that. That's when we did the Sweet Haya facebook live thing when we started with kosuke drums and then he fed his drums into our speakers to me and devin then me and devin played from his drums to rio oh, that was the kitty cat if you didn't hear that and then I know, um, but if you have a kitty cat and you don't bring it on stream we're actually going to kick you off the show she took <laughs> off the, she, she jumped off the thing and dropped out uh, kitty cat's like, like i'm out of here <laughs> no she's the bravest cat in the world it's kind of crazy you run straight at her real fast and she'll just stare at you like why are you running at me bro she <laughs> knows she knows now yeah. a really important question is your uh, uh your cat a member of the flf uh the feline liberation front a known terrorist organization no so <laughs> if my cat was a member of that it wouldn't tell me that's true too yeah right <laughs> that was the thing you guys were trying to do was really interesting because 
you were like, okay, there's no way we can do this in real time. The laws mm-hmm. of physics don't allow Especially it. Especially at that time when no one could see each other because we were trying to stay safe from, you know, spreading everything without being, you know, safe and vaccinated. And yeah, that was like the craziest thing we did. And it worked, which was the craziest part. It might not have sounded to the best, but it actually, we were in time and in sync, which was just crazy. Uh, you know, if y'all would have known the pandemic was coming and people would have like bought a mic and an interface before, by the way, remember that fucking mic and interface fucking like I could have sold microphones that <laughs> right. I have laying around. Like I have like four of these focus, right? Two I two interfaces. And it was so hard not to take $370 for each of them. Like during the height of the fucking pandemic, people were like, Oh, the OBS, the, the, the USB mics are sold out. Let's buy an interface and I'm like, Oh right. God, web- I'm using a- the focus, right? For right now, you're being brought in via a laptop that I'm have sitting over here that I legitimately traded a webcam for. <laughs> that's awesome it's like a whole last touch screen laptop that is funny um it's my co-host hk perrin i was bitching about how he looked on the stream because he was using a different laptop's internal mic he's like well i need a he's like i need a, i guess a webcam he's like do you have extra ones i'm like i do he's like i'll give you a laptop for it no that's that's a fantastic trade i uh but yeah like i just wish like i don't know i felt like Maybe this is a little off topic. Maybe this is a little bit about me and uh, Ashley, uh, the media wench. But I feel like, I feel like when we got involved with Sofa, we were like immediately dismissed by the people involved as not knowing what we were doing. Even though the thing that they needed to do was the exact motherfucking thing we were doing. <laughs> you know, it's hard. It's hard with the, the doing convincing someone. Sometimes like, no, I know what I'm doing. I got this. Yeah, like, this is the way we're gonna do it. Sometimes, and you're like, you know, okay, fine, do it your way. And then you know, well, no, but the thing know, is, like, on that first day of that sofa, uh, that that first sofa event, like everything else was like discombobulated, and we were like bringing people in, and the people were calling and talking to us after, and like. <laughs> Like at one point we had like 300 people watching our Twitch channel, which was the most yeah, people we ever the, fucking had. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is working better than I expected. And then afterwards I was like, that went better than expected. And other people were like talking about the problems they had. And then they went to do the second uh-huh. one and they didn't listen to us again. <laughs> we like, after we like crushed it and we're like in the top 10 music streams on Twitch when we're not no. music streamers. Yeah. You're definitely yeah. nobody listened to us. The fucking uh, shout out to the people from Art Boutique though, because uh, Mark from Art Boutique was like up in my. He's like, hey, what's going on? What are you doing? Oh, nice. <laughs> like, shout out to those people, by the way, and they they did a real good job. So yeah, I think we're gonna rock great. a jam here. We're gonna rock a uh, Candyland featuring Drew Z of FTB. This is a Rebels Camp track. When we get nice. back, I I do want to talk about how uh, your band, other bands, and just a lot of independent artists kind of were forced to up their technology game. Oh yeah, I can definitely talk about that. I upped it pretty hardcore in here. Yeah, we've upped <laughs> our right. game too, so up yours. <laughs> this is Candyland, a place you pretend to visit when you play this game. This game. This game.
read or count to have loads of fun in Candyland. Shoes and Ladders, Candyland by the Rebels Camp. Fucking no Juan Maserati tonight. What the fuck? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> I know. He's missing out. All right, everybody. The uh, My internet's starting to act a little weird. It's just uh, low quality, not stable. Uh, Aaron, if you lose like audio or video sync, just kind of hang out. Like it's No worries. I'll just stay here until you come back. Now, I, I just got to say, um, as, as a guy with a beard. Yes. I'm impressed with your beard, and I'll tell you why. Why? Why? <laughs> because I can't grow anything in between here and here, right? It's like oh, a little scraggly. Really? You, you've got like a proper man. I, I dig oh, it. Thank you. I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> I know my old roommate. He can only grow the whole just right here and right here. That's it. See, and it, and it's funny because like, uh, yeah, I'm growing it like pretty long now. Yeah, so it's it's getting longer and longer. But this is because of the pandemic, right? I like. <laughs> I just, you know, I'm growing my hair out, growing my beard out. It's like, you know what? I don't care if I look, uh, you know, mangy. But you look, right, you, got, but you don't have you anywhere anyone right now. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know. It just kind of happened, and it, it just kept going. Usually, it curls up, but it, I got it to go straight and work its way. It's magic lately. Now, people, uh, what, what? Okay, I'm gonna just ask this question. We'll go on to another topic. But what product do you use in your uh, beard? Uh, I have no idea what it is. I bought it at Target, some beard wash thing, and it worked pretty well. It's like beard wash <laughs> 1.0. Yeah, I went to the man aisles, all beard wash. Okay, cool. This one looks good, and I bought it, and it worked pretty well. Now, now, like, uh, now it's time to get out of the man aisle because I don't really want to meet the people that hang out here. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't, I don't want to hang out in Target for very long, anyways. <laughs> well, you know, I, I dislike Target. Uh, I mean, I, I don't hate it. It's just like, um, I don't like shopping in general. Uh, if, if I love shopping. Oh, well, okay. Safeway is okay. No, like, have you ever been to a place that had, um, cables? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Certain yeah, yeah. I know kind of shopping. Like. Certain, certain shopping I, I get hooked on, but tedious tasks like beard wash and stuff. I'm like, man, all right, let's go real quick. Well, you know what? What's funny is like only people with beards would get why we're talking about this. Right. <laughs> so, so we are automatically lost most of the audience. Uh, yeah, uh, I think. Yeah. I think if to the extent that the audience is leaving, it's just the internet connection. Everybody, again, sorry about this. There's nothing I can do about this. Um, but it is. Oh, it's threatening to stabilize. Anyway, uh, I wanted to talk about um, kind of two things actually, mm -hmm. uh, and they both have to do with the pandemic and being um separated from your audience, like in physical space. Mm -hmm. And I think you're going to be more involved in the first one. Okay. What, just tell us what you learned, what technological stuff that you would have probably not learned if not for the pandemic. Uh, I wouldn't have bought a Canon $600 Canon camera. That's for sure. That's definitely number oh, nice. one. I wouldn't have bought the Mac, my, the Mac I'm using at all. So everything, I wouldn't have bought any of the stuff that I have because I'm like, I have no use for it. And I'd rather buy a new base or a new this or have extra cables and things. And at this, I was like, okay, well, I lost my job. Government's just giving me money, extra money, more money than I was making at my job. So I was like, I'm going to buy some stuff that we need, that I know we're going to need because I knew and I knew this was going to be two, two and a half years. It was going to be a long haul. Like, 
things weren't going to go back to normal, like in three months, three weeks, you know, like people were hoping I'm like, nope, it's going to be a long haul. So Devin was living here still at the time. So he got a uh, focus, right? I bought a computer. Oh, which one did he I buy? Bought, I have so many focus, right? He bought the, the, Ah, I can't even remember what it is. It's the four channel one that just the red one, the focus, right? They're all red, but yeah. Oh my yeah, God. The, focus, the right, four like... channel. And then he got a zoom L 12 board that we use to mix everyone through that out to the Scarlet. And then I use OBS to stream from there. And it's super simple. We control the sound manually through the board, which sounds great. And everyone can have their own mix in the headphones. Everyone has their own sound in, plugged in. The only thing is getting used to the headphones. Sometimes the wire would get stuck behind you when you're playing. You're like, son of a bitch. But besides that, I mean, we had that setup work pretty well. And then getting the camera, if I want to record, I can record with this camera since it's a block camera, just straight with no mic or anything, just the camera mic. And it sounds great. Now, I, I just need to comment on uh, the chat there. You know, I don't like Guitar Center either. Uh, I go to Starving Musician myself. Oh, fucking Starving our musician. friends all work there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, I go to Starving all the time. I'll be there Friday to rent some monitors for our show. <laughs> yeah, that's the place to go, <laughs> man, is, is uh, Starving down. Musician. Uh, <laughs> you go to, uh, you know, right over there on uh, Stevens Creek Boulevard. Yeah, Santa Clara. I go there all the time. You got it. Fucking Patty K works there. Also, shout out to Patty K's roommate who gave me a new video card. I oh, can't nice. even hear the fans on my computer because I was like complaining about the prices of video cards. We were just talking about, oh, he was a streamer and a DJ. And I was like, <laughs> oh, you know what I'm really mad about is video cards. I can't go buy a new one. And he was mm -hmm. like, oh, he's like, hold on. I think I have one. And That's he just awesome. gave me one. And it's it's not like a mass. It's not like brand new, but it's like fucking twice as powerful as the video mm -hmm. card that I was using before. And so like, yeah. I don't hear the fan on the fucking right. computer anymore, <laughs> no, which is yeah, great. That's cool. You, you know, you know what I do miss though, um, locally here is when uh, Fry's closed down because Donna used to go over there all the time to get, um, like, uh, cards for her uh, camera. I mean, Donna's my wife, by the way. Sorry. Oh, and, a wonderful photographer uh, yeah. and a nice fucking person too. Actually, oh, thank you, thank you. She is. Uh, you, you married up, sir? Oh, I, oh, I know that. I mean, I, I'm not even like you're gonna. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what the next thing that. past married up is, but that's like what's yeah. going on there. Well, no, and and, and here's the, here's the thing with her is she's funnier than I am. Um, she just is, is it when she's making fun of you? Oh God, she makes fun of me all the time. It's fantastic. But could she come on? I know she's a little bit shy about this kind of stuff, but could she come on the show and just? She didn't have to be on the camera. I can set her up with a mic over there. Or if you say something, you know, I I will. Uh, I've been uh, asking her repeatedly, but I'll I'll keep on her. Keep on her. I know. I know she'd be hearing the dumb shit we're talking about late at night. <laughs> yeah, she's she's just one of these people. Like um, the moment I met her, uh, I knew uh, that I was going to marry her. That's weird. Yeah, I did. I, I was I never go on that date. Yeah, a little bit first sight. <laughs> well, I told her. I told her on the first date that I was going to marry her, and uh, she goes like, "I'd oh. be like, look at the time, Johnny. Uh -huh. Johnny, you're you're cute and you're nice, <laughs> but I got to go." <laughs> you know, she said. You know what her reply back was? Oh, you must really want to get in my pants. <laughs> you're like but the the correct answer to that is like also true but like i don't know do you want to get dessert <laughs> like, yeah well there you go it's like both can can be true at the same time so so aaron you were talking about um all the equipment you bought but mm -hmm. also like figuring out how to stream something is like it's not a small task like we were prepared for it when we added cameras. I'm like, oh, I have to add this other piece of software. Our audio is already running through a signal chain. I just have to send that signal chain to the the piece of software. But what you did was like, oh, we play shows and nobody knows how to do any of this. And then we have yes. to figure out how to do this. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. do you do you think that um, 
you discovered something that you're good at, or do you think that most people are probably good at that if they have to do it for something they love? Um, yeah, I figured out like being able to like set up the camera and get like, I'm really obsessive about like even just coming on here. I was like, okay, I gotta make sure the lighting looks good. And then it was kind of grainy. I'm like, and I'm just obsessive you're like, like that. the best local like, love guest. You're, you're, even like the little bit of graininess I see now, I'm like, I know why it's there. I can make it oh, go that's away. That's not you. No, that's my, that's my, that's me. I think still, no, even that, when I was not, before. That's just not you. Like the, oh, yeah. I can turn everything up now. I'm in the process of turning everything up. I no, can turn it's up not the even that. Even before it was just, I can see things and like, I'm very obsessive. Like before we do like a show, like a stream, I'm in here setting up all the lights we have, getting it all set up. And then the last one we did, I'm like, I saw everything I did wrong, even though it still looked good. I'm like, Hey, those lights can't be there. Cause Nihel looks like a purple, like she's the grimace. You know, cause she's purple. I'm like, but, like I, I mean, cool. if somebody got to be purple and look like Grimace, Nihal is going to be the one that's going to pull it off. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, if but, somebody, yeah, somebody got to be Grimace, Nihal is going to do it the most elegantly. Honestly, yeah, right. It very, yeah. But it was just like, you know, okay, maybe if I set the lights up this way next time, I'll be able to like, you know, it won't be so that way. And just learning as I go and like, as I, I'll go back and watch things and take like mental notes. Okay, this is weird or like we were doing things in my backyard with the camera and i had realized when i was editing the video i was like my um overhang is crooked i'm like crap how and i had to like crop the video because i was watching it just be crooked and the whole time i'm all we look like we're leaning like this because of this overhang and it was just figuring out things like that and looking at things making sure i didn't send that out because i don't want us to be like you know <laughs> oh, you know what i love finding out is that somebody's as crazy as i am so fucking shout and out to I, you. I have a, I have, I'm very anxious person. I'm a very anxious person. So like even playing like a show, like I'm very like, like very in my head, very anxious, very like, oh crap, oh crap. Even though we've done it a hundred thousand times, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm generally like, I don't get, I'm not like anxious, but I do want to know like what went wrong or how I could make what mm -hmm. I'm doing better. Yeah. Um, like I, I always, that way. You, <clears throat> well, I mean, why wouldn't you do that if you care about something though? Like yeah, that's the no, other thing is like, it's just an extension, right? Like you care about the band and now you care about these production things that you, the live production too, which is fucking hard. Yeah. Yes. yeah and like little things like, oh, that little rock there. Why is it there? I have to move this little thing. Or if I'm looking at All the right, camera. Now, now, like, now I just think you're crazy. And like, if, I if, am we, crazy. if you, and if we don't <laughs> like, if the scene doesn't keep good track of you, we're going to end up playing videos. Are you talking about the fucking multicolored rock you saw yesterday? No, I, it's like weird little things I'll notice when I watch them. Like, why did I leave that pot? that plant like in the background it's this awkward there now <laughs> if you have pot plants they should always be in the background yeah, I, I don't have absolutely those, those i buy from the store you know oh well oh, not not like pot pot but pot. no i'm no, just like saying plant, if you have pot like plants they should always be back in the background of your music video that shit's gangster <laughs> my my hey. music video for my weird music i make on logic yes by myself <laughs> oh send us your weird music that you make on logic please yeah i'll say i'll, I'll put it in the discord i'll send you a message i'll send you uh just, i have just a go to echoplexmedia.com slash submit and send it the the regular way so that if you become famous your record label can't sue me yeah. oh see there you go i'm still learning i'm learning how to use twitch by watching you all the time <laughs> by the way i prefer learning how to use twitch like i i like i don't know i make fun of stupid people and get too drunk you should have yeah, seen me like at the beginning right. of the pandemic the amount of alcohol i was drinking on stream was like that's probably why i wasn't watching because the amount i haven't drank in over a year i was i kind of went off the rails a little bit just because you had nothing, there was nothing to do i, I stopped too. i stopped drinking so much honestly and it was on twitch it's like mm -hmm. i was watching a piece of content that i was 
like my brain was like, this is stupid. I needed to like talk about this. And my, I just couldn't do it. Right. I've been in that situation before. And <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to quit drinking, but I knew that I could fucking Cut wait down. two, three hours to start drinking in the stream. I yeah, knew that I could good. just you start pouring week ones. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like if I waste an extra $19 on tonic this year, but also I'm not completely obliterated by 1am every night. That's, that's okay. <laughs> that's no, that's a, a, kind of like a win-win. Yeah, yeah, anyway. a, a bit of harm reduction um yes i also switched from like this hundred proof vodka i was drinking to like a normal vodka yeah, there you go. <laughs> that definitely will help yeah my uh my wife is very much into wine uh she can tell you all oh the... my god we should just pour an entire bottle of wine into one of them big mir- uh, beer steins right yeah and, and just give it to donna and be like yeah, just, sit over there you, you don't go. even have to be on camera uh, yeah you can sit there that's fine uh, but she can tell you the notes and the whole thing. And in, in normal times, we would go out to um, uh, like wine tasting, and I'm, I'm tasting it, and I'm not tasting what she's tasting. Uh, I'm tasting wine, and I'm like, oh God, am I on a date that I don't want to be on? <laughs> you didn't hear that from me. Uh, but um, it's actually one of the reasons why we ended up uh, doing like a lot of comedy shows at like wineries. Yeah, and Adam Rainstopper knows the night that I like was we were watching something on stream that like mattered and I couldn't keep it together. That, and I just immediately played a song and raided another channel. And that's when I stopped drinking so much on stream. It's fucking well, stupid. Uh, Johnny, I know you don't get drunk when you do comedy. I do not. And I don't get high until after. Will you have a beer before you do your comedy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Aaron, when you were drinking, yes. would you play drunk, like drunk, drunk? I, I, I you do. I done it twice, and it never, it was, it never worked out in my favor. Like people would buy me drinks in the beginning, not, and then from there on, I was like, okay, I can't drink before I play. I have like while we're playing, I'll have a, I used to have a beer or something, but now that I don't, it's so much easier. I'm just like, okay, I don't drink, so I'll just drink a bunch of water and try not to have to go to the bathroom all the time. Well, and that that's the whole thing is if you stay on, people don't realize how much you sweat when you're up there. So mm-hmm. if you stay hydrated, that's like a really, really smart thing to do. And mm-hmm. I do want to point out, yeah, notes of uh, grape uh, on the chat. Yes. Notes of grape. Yes, that's very funny, actually. <laughs> so, um, like, doing it streaming and having to talk is one thing. I will DJ on mushrooms and MDMA. <laughs> and the alcohol will be like a footnote in my evening. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like, that's... That's different. I uh, now a different vibe. <laughs> this is uh, a while back. I won't DJ well, but I'll think I did. <laughs> well, yeah, you think you're doing amazing, right? Um, I I rem- this is a true story. I uh was hanging out with my comedy partner. You, there are there are listen. There's no local music heads in the chat. It's all cynics from our other things. Don't ever tell us that what you're going to tell us is a true story before you say it. <laughs> uh, professional wrestling is real. Yes, uh, it no, is. No, I my um. It's real and that those people are professionals and they make yeah. more than any of us do. Exactly. They're doing something. Some right. of them do. Uh, and I, I'm like 160 pounds. And so can you imagine me doing wrestling? God, if I was 160 like, pounds, I'd be gorgeous. Uh, Actually, I'd be like 180. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, you're also uh, quite a bit taller than me. Yeah. 180. I'd be gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> Stallion. <laughs> but, but I, uh, I, I once remember, uh, I have a, uh, my comedy partner is Reggie Shorter. Dude, uh, Reggie Shorter's hell of cool. Bring him next time. Yes, I will talk to him. Uh, uh, no, just bring him. Just bring him. Just, just stop show by. up at his house <laughs> and be <laughs> like, listen, if you're not going on the show, neither am I. And then Dave's going to be here by himself. 
Well, we're in the same apartment complex, and we're like three buildings over from each other, right? And uh, we got so I, I got so um, altered. Uh, <laughs> we'll just put it that way. One one evening, uh, that uh, I got lost going from his apartment to my apartment. You know what? If you smoked like ninety three bong hits here, and you lived just down the street, I'd walk you home. Well, <laughs> I I honestly thought I could do it. I, I end up. Uh, Calling the, uh, like this, I went, I thought, okay, I'm going to go back to where the car is and, uh, go from like the carport to my apartment so I can retrace like how to get to my apartment. And so I did that and then just stared there I stayed there and I kind of like just stared cause I couldn't remember. And, um, so the security guard goes like, Hey Johnny, uh, you're, you're altered again. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. Uh, what, what's up? And I said, I'm lost. And so he goes like, oh, you're getting back to your apartment. Yeah. Okay, see uh, the swimming pool, like, right there. And I said, yeah. See the stairs, right there. Yeah. Go up you, the stairs. You live upstairs? I do. Like, whenever I look for an apartment, what I want is close to light rail and on the bottom floor. Uh, I did uh, I did the upper floor because it's the only apartment that was available at the time. Like, uh, w- literally, when I moved in, I was given 30 days uh, to, to vacate because this guy broke up with his girlfriend, and he needed to have his place back. So I'm like, crap. Like, you weren't his girlfriend. No, I, I yeah, I was renting his place, and and no, I wasn't. His... Oh no, okay, yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, so he, so uh, he had to move back into the place I was living in, and so then uh, I I ended up um, I have a friend uh, that lives in the same apartment complex, and he put in a good word for me with the um, uh, supervisor or or you know whatever the. Uh, and and uh, so she goes like we have a place that's up, but we have one unit available, and it's being remodeled. So you're not going to be able to see it because it's under construction. And I'm like, I'll take it. You know what I want? What's that? And I think uh, anybody, I think Aaron, you probably want this. I think Jay Corn, you probably yeah. want this. What I want is like a thirty by thirty warehouse and like little stairs up to a bedroom. That'd be fantastic. Like bathroom, kitchen. The kitchen could suck too, and that would be the dopest fucking place in the world. Although I'd 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 have to disagree with the kitchen because I'd love it to be a great kitchen because Donna has always wanted like professional appliances. I'm just saying, if the kitchen sucked and that was the whole rest of the setup, it'd be a dope setup. Oh no, that's true. That's true. Like parties. Oh god. I yeah. see. I would be upset. I don't, I don't like. To, I don't like to be around a lot of people. So I would have it just for for music. <laughs> like, I'm have no parties here. Well, no. Maybe there. you're not having a party. Maybe your band's coming over, and y'all are gonna hang yeah. out, have some drinks, and jam, and fucking. Yeah, that's what the, the garage at our house has been reverted into. It's like an extra room now that there's less people living here. It's like I turned it into the band room. <laughs> now, I, I I must um, what what do you think? What what are like your with with the band? Um, what are you guys' big, like, biggest influences, uh, musically? Wow. I know, profound, right? Yeah. I don't know. We all listen to such different music. It's kind of like, Kosuke is very jazz, very, you know, pop. He likes a lot of that realm of music. Uh, Dave Matthews band is, like, his favorite band, his favorite drummers, you know, stuff like that. Um, Nihal, soul, funk, uh, a lot of like Zero uh, Seven, I know, was one of her favorite bands when we first started. Uh, my my uh, guitar player is very uh, Neo Soul. Uh, Marcus King, Chris Stapleton is like two of his favorites. Uh, Rio is very ska, very like, you know, rock kind of. And then me, I'm all over the place from metal, hip hop, jazz, 
rock, uh, you name it, I'll probably listen to it. <laughs> now, the thing is, I have mad respect for uh, musicians because uh, it's the one thing I, I don't do well. I mean, I could write parodies, I can do, uh, I can sing decent. Um, used to do like uh, dinner theater, um, oh, nice. you know. But I, 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 as far as like playing an instrument and being able to sing and play an instrument at the same time, it's like, okay, That's which hard. do you want me to do, this or this? No, I'm, I'm the same way. Like right now, now that I'm just singing, I'm like, this is so easy. Even it's not easy. I mean, it's so hard. I have to concentrate on my vocals and stuff and like be really mindful and more so than I would before. But when I was playing, it's like, okay, I can sing and play this part, but I can't sing and play this part. You know, and I definitely get the like playing and singing part. Even when, before we met in hell, when I was kind of doing it for fun, it is hard. Well, you know, my I, I'm uh, respect for my singer. She plays keys and sings. She can play guitar and sing now. Oh, when I see her bring that keyboard, I'm like, I know what song you're playing. I'm playing <laughs> no, general. We haven't played any keys. Maybe we'll bring that back. It's you know, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see that keyboard. I'm like, I know you're playing generalized. Like that's yeah. all. That's the reason the keyboard's there. Honestly, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that song is so good. So thank you, thank you. Jay Korn asked you what bands you're influenced by. Maybe like what local bands oh, have that's like a good influenced question. like what you do, how you do it. Local that. bands. I mean, uh, big influence. Rebel Camp was a big influence on us. You know, when we met them, really cool guys. I mean, I love the yes, Rebel so Camp. Like they were cool and they influenced. Like you know, confidence. Like you know, just like nice people meeting a lot of nice local musicians. Periscope was really cool. Relapse. Um, who else? And I don't want to name too many because I'm only people. FTB Audible was great at the time. Uh, Noah and like Melted State at the time, and then now Mo, Noah and the Architects. Like you know, like they were a big influence on helping us. Like when I was around Melted State when we went on tour, learning how to like, like more of a soulful kind of way of playing. Because I came from metal, and when we first started Sweet High, I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to play reggae. Now I'm like, oh, this is how you play reggae. I get it. Like. It took 10 years, but I got it. <laughs> well, I, 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 uh, <laughs> I'll say though, uh, like, uh, as an artist, you're always learning and yeah, that, um, it never stops. Oh yeah. Cause like, uh, I'm so much better than I was 10 years ago and so much better than I was 20 years ago. And uh, I'm not going to go past that because that will reveal my age, but um, <laughs> <laughs> like we we're all pretty open about our ages around here. Honestly, <laughs> no, I, I, I was born in the sixties. Um, but uh yeah i started doing comedy in what 1987 hey, um, was oh it was really hard not to say the new f word there's a lot of people calling people in 1987 weren't there yes well <laughs> and, weren't there and, weren't there i i just i fell backwards into it because like uh um i was actually working at a um italian restaurant and they'd have bands that would play every night and um so I was I would impersonate uh, the locals and I would impersonate the uh, owner and uh, the management. So you got fired from your job, but like <laughs> somebody in the audience thought you were funny. Oh no! It it, it gets even weirder than that. Um, <laughs> so I here I am in the kitchen doing impersonations of the guy that was standing right behind me. Oh, that's that's always, I don't know if you know he's not going to hit you. That's fine. Well. He, he calls me into his office and I said to him, yeah, I'll go pack up my knives. And he goes like, no, well, what you're going to, you, you should be a, a comedian. And I said to him, no, no, I, I get what you're saying. I, I, I apologize. <laughs> I won't do it again. You're like, no, I shouldn't. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> and he goes like, no, we're going to do a show for you. Uh, and so he's like, stop making fun of me in front of the other people because when they do it, it sucks. Right. 
But he goes like, if you're going to make fun of me, make fun of me on that stage. And uh, so that's essentially how it happened. And the very first uh, routine I ever did in my life, and I still remember most of it, is uh, BDSM Ronald Reagan. And uh, it was 1987, so he was still president not, at the time. Um, be careful. Be careful. We're on Twitch. There's yeah. So I, might be in I, I, well, I'm not going to do the routine uh, because I we're on Twitch. I you don't remember it. Oh. Well, I don't know because that, that was like over 30 years ago, so I don't. <laughs> that, that's fair too, actually. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what I was doing 30 years ago. And it was all very, very physical, which I which would be really hard to do. Um, um, there's a camera on you, actually. Well, I, you know. You'll have to like demonstrate it for me in the media wench, and then we'll decide whether or not whether you can, do it it can actually go. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's basically it him it chasing around really Nancy do. Reagan. Um, you know, so, so. Devin, were you were you in other bands like you, during Sweet High? I know you have like a solo side project you mentioned before that I have to have the music from, but uh, before Sweet High, what, what were you doing? Like, uh, before Sweet High, me and Devin grew up playing music together in high school. So, I mean, uh, he got a guitar. He wanted drums. I wanted drums. Neither of our moms were willing to buy drums because they were too loud. That's how I ended up being a DJ, actually. Yeah. Well, really? Yeah, my, yeah, my, that, like, uh, like, yeah, like my, my, I was like, oh, I want drums. And my mom's like, oh, no, you can't have drums. Yeah, what, what's funny about mm -hmm. the whole drum thing is that my brother uh, played drums. Um, and he taught me. And I could play it all very badly, but I, I, I can, a couple, if it's four, if it's in four, I can do it. Otherwise I'm kind of screwed. No, so, that's it. So yeah, like the, my mom liked disco music and she's eventually like, would you go to raves? Do you want to be a DJ? Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> oh, that's cool that she did that though. But yeah, she just knows cool. that, that shit has a volume knob. She was like, you know what? A mixer has is a volume knob. And uh, headphones. So, so, I see. Where, yeah. <laughs> but so. You and Devin, were you, were you in any bands together? Like, Yeah, we created a band in high school that kind of led out of high school to our, like, you know, we were like 22, maybe 20, early 23s, uh, metal, straight, like, you know, crazy metal. Uh, and we did that for a long time. And then uh, that band broke up, singer left, kind of, you know, everyone kind of went separate for a minute. My uh, best friend who's still, uh, I hang out with today, was our original drummer, has kids now, and, you know... And so from there, uh, Devin started getting, we started getting into different music, you know, uh, he got into the black keys and then from there it was exploded mm. into a whole new world. And then he exposed me into stuff and then we'd find things in trade from there and doing open mics. We found Josh and then we had our own band. Josh is so great. Yeah. Josh is great. I still talk to Josh all the time on the phone. And then, uh, we went to the open mic that we weren't going to go to. We found Nihel and we saw her singing. We're like, God, this chick is amazing. And they all jammed. And we're like, wow, this is the chemistry was really good. Like they all were really good together. And uh we just kind of wiggled our way and she needed a band. And then from there, like, you know, we just kind of created our band and we all, you know, treat each other like brothers and sisters and family, you know. So it's just like it was great ten years ago. Like I can't believe that was ten years ago. It's so crazy. No, I think this is fantastic and I find um that's a very organic beginning for a for a band, which is uh fantastic. It just kinda developed which is fantastic yeah it kind of blossomed into its own thing and then like i found a cd when i was cleaning out that said knee hell and the lost and wanted that was our very first thing because we just had to throw a show together like we don't know what we should call it and you know we kind of did that and then eventually she came up with sweet Haya, and she's like no we're gonna be a band it's not gonna be just me and you guys it's us together which was great and that from there you know like you have a bandmate and you don't see a lot of bands anymore in the younger generation everybody wants to be 
solo artist logic yeah. and everything else and do it I themselves. know nothing about this. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, you know, because like, uh, I find myself with the group of friends that I have with, um, that we just ended up, um, first off, almost all of them are artists. Um, mm -hmm. So, like, uh, my best friend in the whole world is uh, Reggie Shorter, who's also my comedy partner. Uh, Reggie Shorter's fucking good people, you know. too. And uh, he, got, so, he, he got weed. Oh, huh. <laughs> just Reggie, a little. Reggie, just a little. Reggie always comes over here with so much weed that I'm like, stop. I'm not even trying to talk on the mic. I remember when you were your show. I'm like, just stop <laughs> giving me weed. It's not that I have anything I need to say. Just stop giving me weed. Yeah, he's like that. He, and the thing is that, like, I, I, I can't remember the last time I bought weed, right? Because, like, uh, he's like, here. Um, I'm at the end of my jar that G. Willikers brought. This jar was fucking full. Oh, you were probably in the chat, Aaron. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it probably was. Yeah, dang. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but I gave like a bunch to the media wench. I'm about oh, to give go. Johnny Corn some. Do you want some weed? Sure. I'm, See, I'm not like, gonna say no. <laughs> I'd give you some too, Devin. But like, this is fucking the software we use here is pretty good, but it's not that good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I, I will say so. Uh, so him and oh, thank you so much. Um. Yeah. Something. Here's the here's the cellophane oh. of my cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. And we're doing this live on. Uh, Live on live tape on from Hollywood. <laughs> uh, by the way, you know what live on tape means, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, live I'm to old. tape. Right. I, means... I'm old enough. I was born in 87. I'm I'm in that generation of millennials. That's not really a millennial and not really a Gen X. We're kind of just lumped into being what we are. I feel kind of not connected uh, how, to If you, you don't mind me asking, how old are you? 33. I'm going to be 34. No, you're just month. a millennial. Uh, you're the same age as my sister. Yeah, I know, but I don't, I don't know, I don't just feel disconnected. I mean, in high school, everyone was listening to hip-hop. I'm listening to 80s thrash metal. Yeah, but like, so, <clears throat> like generations are kind of stupid anyway. Like, I interviewed, yeah, this, I interviewed this guy, yeah. Mike Watson, who did this book, and one of the things he talked about in the book is, about like, how generations are kind of stupid. Most mm -hmm. of his book, like, it didn't go over my head. It went around me because it was about pop culture and TV, mm -hmm. and, like, that's just yeah. not where I'm at, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, one of the things he was talking about is how generations are bullshit. And like we no, just draw these kind of arbitrary that. lines, and that's how we, yeah, that's so yeah. And that you know he was older than me, and he said he found himself identifying more with like twenty two, twenty three, twenty four year olds, you know. And no, I like, definitely feel that. Like, so why does, he's like, you know, why does why do we do this? Yeah, I I must say, uh, not not only do I agree with you with that premise, a lot of my friends, I mean, are my generation, and a lot of them are young. Right? Mm -hmm. Am I uh, your generation or young? I'm your generation. Uh, well, 44. 44. I'm 51. So same, we're, we're pretty close. We're X. Pretty close. Yeah. We both love the fuck out of Nirvana. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I like Red Nirvana. Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, oh, I, I don't like them people. so much. Their songs are about LA, and I already knew that I hated LA. Uh, that's true, too. <laughs> um, amazing. Yeah. And I mean, I was heavy uh, into Sparks. I still am. Um, but they're like the, the beverage? Uh, no, Sparks the band. Oh, did you ever drink a Sparks? I don't. I don't think I ever have. It was the first energy drink, alcohol drink. Oh, I I completely missed it somehow. I was like twenty three, and that. me and my friend Craig used to just take turns driving his truck around while we drank Sparks. <laughs> and we were like not in the middle of nowhere. We were in like Fremont, California. <laughs> so <laughs> there was a, there was a time. That right, around like two, right, thing, right, right around 2001, 2002, 2003, where there was literally nothing going on. Nothing to do. Hey, that was my time. <laughs> now, I should have hung out with Aaron. I wouldn't have been. Yeah, that was a nice driving. Time. 
Now, <laughs> do you remember uh, there used to be this uh, a very caffeinated, uh, full of sugar... Uh, a jolt? Jolt, yes. I remember jolt. Yeah. Um, do you remember when jolt storm. was the biggest thing the news was worried about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, they spend oh, like would, yeah. half of their broadcast like talking about it, right? And <laughs> oh god, times were simpler, weren't they? A simpler time. That's a very simpler time. Yeah, but but you know, it, there was nobody like there was nobody like putting jolt into their eyeball on TikTok at this point. By the way, no, or mm. uh, and nobody was actually trying to do this. Uh, was it uh, um, milk crate challenge? Uh, oh, thing. Yes. I mean, come on. I mean, man. Jolt was like the milk crate challenge. It was like, can your heart take this? Yes. Are you going? Is your heart going to explode? Let's find out. <laughs> and I'm now they have made things that are ten times more caffeinated and sugary than Jolt. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because like heart we take a Red Bull, the big one. <laughs> well, that's the like Jolt is the predecessor to like all of these yes. uh, energy drinks. When you think about it, I guess coffee was, but then <laughs> yeah, Jolt. there's always been coffee, and it had the most caffeine if you knew how to brew it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, and it's it's funny because I, I uh, years Donna and I went on a coffee date, and I you think about uh, like was that back in the day when a coffee date meant you both just got a cup of coffee? Yes, and chatted. <laughs> we actually like if you got a coffee date now, your order could be complicated. Yes, well, yeah. we went we went in uh, this is our first date. We went into an all night uh, diner, and uh, we just had uh, two coffees and chatted, and just got to know each other. And I, I know that sounds uh, really weird and old fashioned now, but that's kind of what great. happened, you know. Um, but I had, I, I like to say I had coffee flavored coffee. <laughs> yeah, there's no uh, pumpkin spice, you know, frappuccino latte uh, jolt. Joel, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like on every corner, every two blocks away from each other. I feel like at that time, I feel like when Jolt was out, like if you were open 24 hours, starting at about one in the morning, you should be serving Jolt and you should be like <laughs> charging a, a, like a massive premium for it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I grant you, and, and you know what? Um, you know, oh, I know what I was going to say. You're talking about generations okay. and uh, you're talking about generations like uh, how uh it, generations are stupid oh yeah it's mm -hmm. totally yeah. stupid it's totally stupid because like like mm -hmm. i've met like people that are 20 who i don't agree with and i've met people who are 80 who are rad yeah i like, mean i i'm the same way and the thing that i don't like i really never did like and it happens every single generation is that uh they that, like some dumb people start yelling well no oh. it, it's like uh <laughs> you know these these youth people you you young people uh you 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 and Dude, I will, yo, the, if there's one thing I will never do, and it, we can maybe bring it back to music, right? <laughs> like, everybody, everybody's mad about mumble rap for a minute, and I was like, well, mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, let me listen to some, and then it was like, boom. I was like, yeah, I like this, actually. But, but <laughs> like, you know, you know what, I, I will say this, as old as I am, uh, I actually, and it's my guilty pleasure, I actually do like K-pop. You're not too. You're the right age to like hip. What are you talking about? No, uh, K-pop. Not oh, K-pop. Yeah, K-pop. I don't even know what that is. Uh, Korean hip hop. Oh man, I know what it is. Okay, I know Korean that they, pop. Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, I don't know. I think like, I think like being involved in a local music scene and going to local shows and having friends who are in bands and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think you get immunized from a lot of the dumb takes you might have about music. Otherwise, 
like if you're friends in a band, you're going to think about music like way differently mm-hmm. than if your friend isn't. Like you're going to be like, oh, well, this K-pop shit is stupid. I don't know what K-pop is, but some of it's probably pretty good. Well, it's like I have friends in like when we first started doing the show, I got Christian music that I thought was good. Well, like, and I'm not a Christian. But see, the the trick is to be open minded when you're listening to something, and just mm-hmm. like let it like fall over you. Some of it's going to be crap. Oh, but but a lot I, of it, I, and but I've gotten more into it when I've had uh, uh, now that I have a lot of musician friends. Oh, well, in that too, cannabis. that I mean, yeah, I mean, both are not. <laughs> yeah, um, yes, pot helps a lot. No, just a little. Uh, but. Hanging around other musicians, other artists, and the whole thing, I think, just think is the coolest thing, man. Helps you feed the vibe. You see other people doing something. Ooh, that's cool. I never would have thought of that. Or exactly. you feel the vibe of the city. Or San Jose does have, we do have a scene, even though people don't always like, you know, uh, oh, the, there's, there really is. The, the vibe here, though, like, and it almost seems like it was by design. Like, my only conspiracy theory is that the, the city government of San Jose set mm-hmm. out to destroy entertainment yeah they don't want people out and they don't yeah, the yeah like, why would you the dance clubs and everything <laughs> yeah, like, that seems like inside. a hassle you don't need if you're san jose yeah <laughs> and it's like but they don't see how much eyes you know brings like sofa brings or just having live entertainment out there but i think they're gonna i think it's gonna ramp up once you know everything opens more and they're gonna realize people want to have that culture back after being locked away for a year, year yeah two I, years. Uh, you know, at at a point, I was wondering, are people going to come to my shows when I uh, go? And uh, and now I think, You're, no, now that, I think, did people go to my shows before? Yeah, that's a yeah, question. Right? <laughs> All twelve of you out there, hey. Uh, no, that's how I feel sometimes. Like, did, 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 what are you talking you know, about? Hey, by the way, uh, yes, I remember the V chip. Uh, this going to the person in chat. I totally forgot about that. That just totally. Yeah, the V-chip was like the sensor for the TV back in the day, you know, uh, that you could What's put... What's the V-chip? Cool. No, fuck it. Fuck the V-chip. I had the opposite. We had the cable box that had free pay-per-view back when I was a kid, so whatever well, that so was... Your parents were cool. Yeah, my, parents I, my got mom had it, my dad too. had it, you know, I watched every wrestling pay-per-view as a kid, like, they didn't... My dad, yeah. My parents are kind of <laughs> lame, because I told them, I'm like, hey, there's this box you can get that gives you free this and that, and they're like, oh, that's against the law, and I was like... Yeah, right. well, my parents weren't very, uh, you know... The, the smartest people back then. <laughs> yeah, my my parents, and to this day, my mom has a uh, antenna. Uh, and hold on, hold on, hold on. Somebody in chat, killing smalls. I feel like we need to like end the local love podcast, and I'm not going to get rid okay. of either of you. But I feel like we should probably end the local love podcast here. <laughs> like, uh, that's fine, actually. Aaron, you're a great yes. guest, and you're not going anywhere. We're just going to play okay. a song and like like abandon local love. And we're not abandoning yeah. local love. We are local love. Yeah, we are all the time. Group hug. <laughs> Group hug, yeah, yeah. Me and Johnny could actually yeah. hug right now, but I, I that would be uncomfortable. <laughs> I'll speak for yourself. All right, all right. Johnny, come here. Come here. Oh, oh man, I feel left out now. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. We're going to make him feel left out. Just real quick. Yeah, yeah, make me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, do it. There you go. All right, cool. Aaron, I hope, I hope you didn't feel. Oh, no, I didn't. Anyway, no, I'm good. Everybody on. on the podcast, thanks so much for listening tonight. It's um, yeah, thank you. We, we've had a lot of fun. Everybody watching live, I don't know. Like we yeah. play songs sometimes. We're gonna play a song right now. Yeah, um, make sure to gonna... find Sweet Haya anywhere, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Like, subscribe. You know, spread the word. Now, what would be the uh, best place uh, for people to hear the music uh, in general? Um, oh, Echoplex Radio. Echo oh, it's Plex all. Radio it's, oh, that's it. right. It's all in there. 
Yeah. Seen, you know, and if you pipe in Sweet Haya Google, you'll find us anywhere. <laughs> but I do say Acaplex because, of course, that was a plug. No, that was that I'm was like letting you talk into a microphone to people right now. That's why you say Acaplex. <laughs> Everybody, podcast listeners, thank you so much. Live listeners, hang out. I don't know what's going to happen after this. I'm probably going to kick both of these people off, but not right away. Uh, but the I conversation has certainly moved away from local music. So uh, we'll be right back. This is um, Gentle Lies by Sweet Haya. It's like one of my favorite songs in our local music library. Top top 10. You, I definitely hear it a lot when I'm on, I'm on stream. You call yourself far from amazing. You call yourself a passing good time You call yourself a hired gun And you like to call yourself the devil's best Oh, 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 
still far from amazing You call yourself a passing good town, good town, good town 